Hello, hello, and good morning, world. Good morning, people. And welcome to the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. Uh, thank you for tuning in with us this morning as we conversate about the latest sports topics that has taken place from this past week and will be upcoming this week. It is always a blast to have you all tune in and participate with us every weekend. As a reminder that every week we always like to begin our podcast by reminding our audience that the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast can be found on Facebook via the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast sports discussion page, on Spotify as the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, YouTube as the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, where we have uh, some recent videos uploaded, Apple Podcasts as the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast, or any place where you can find your uh, podcast, as well as our own Facebook pages via Brandon Price and Jamar Goodman. Today is October 30th, 2021, a day before Halloween, and we have yet again seen an interesting week in the sports world. Well, on Thursday night, Mystic John Huxtable, and it hurts me to say this, so I'll pause. Mystic John Huxtable's Green Bay Packers oust the Arizona Cardinals in an epic finish. Uh, today, Jamar, brother, we will give the Green Bay Packers a bit of love because but it's only for one reason. And it's because John Huxtable is a, a very avid and passionate Green Bay Packers fan. Um, what an amazing game that was, gentlemen. Um, the Atlanta Braves and Houston Astros now in the midst of a heated World Series battle. Um, a lot of folks feel a certain way about the Astros um, because of that scandal that occurred. And um, the Braves right now are giving the Astros um, a lot to handle, including a no-hitter last night, guys. Um, the New York Knicks and Chicago Bulls um, engage in a fantastic and fun ball game uh, with the Bulls coming up short and an impressive return home for uh, what appears now to be, and I don't want to jinx it, a now half healthy Derrick Rose on Joe Kim Noah night. Um, alongside for my hockey fans, uh, the disturbing allegations uh, coming from the Chicago Blackhawks organization at a time where we were winning Stanley Cups and had a very strong run, um, a sex scandal uh, that has led to the resignation of the team's president and the guy that uh, led the ship, the former head coach Joel Quinville, whom resigned from an undefeated Florida Panthers team this week amidst the allegations. And so as a result, introducing our guest this morning, Mr. John Huxable, who I am affiliated with through the Disciple of Christ Christian Denomination. By the way, John, I am taking a Disciples History and Polity course right now at LTS. Um, John currently sits as pastor and lead servant of First Christian Church of Verdon, and we are excited to have you join us this morning, sir. How are you? I'm doing great, Brandon. I'm glad to hear you're taking the history and polity course. It's one of my favorite courses. Awesome. Yes, a lot of work. Um, additionally, introducing my partner here on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast and my brother from another mother, Mr. Jamar Goodman. Good morning. How are you, sir? Doing excellent, man. Let's get it going. All right. All right. First and foremost, let's get it going, guys. We will talk about the Green Bay Packers. Um, and this is taking up our first segment uh, for various reasons. Um, the first reason is uh, because Mr. John Huxable is a very passionate Green Bay Packers fan. This goes back to uh, Brett Favre and even prior to him um, when he was uh, back at uh, Mississippi, uh, Southern Mississippi. This was this is this is years into the making. Um, and so he's having some pretty good days right now. Um, this past Sunday, I mean, this past Thursday, uh, John, it was a fantastic football game. It ended with a crazy ending 
But um, Aaron Rodgers um, finds a way to come through yet again. Um, and so just curious, man, what thoughts um, did you guys take away from this game? And so since you are our guest this morning, John, let's begin with you. What thoughts did you take away from this uh, fantastic football game? Yeah, it was a, it was a great football game. Uh, the Packers went in so limited as far as injuries and COVID and everything else uh, down their number, th- their top three receivers. Um, Jair Alexander being out, uh, 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 Zadarius Smith being out, all the injuries and, and that were plaguing it. Um, as you and I talked, Brandon, uh, it was not the outcome I expected, actually, in that game. But uh, I thought that the, the Packers showed that they can win in a varied, uh, various ways in this game. It was one of the greatest, uh, one of the best team victories they've had in years. Uh, in years past, uh, when they went out to San Francisco, they got thumped in a big game, right? Uh, then, then they go to Seattle, they get thumped too. And, and, uh, that was kind of the pattern for a while with them. So Thursday night was a really a big, uh, big game. Now a few things disturbed me, the two red zone, uh, uh, a series that they didn't, uh, yeah. they had to settle for the field goal, uh, when they started on the three yard line and then the interception and they didn't score at all. Um, so, uh, so those kind of things still need to be cleaned up, but the Packers seem to be rolling pretty well right now. Yeah, yeah. Jamar, your thoughts, brother? Oh, man. <laughs> it, it hurts to give, you know, you know, good, you know, good takes on the Packers here. But uh, in all seriousness, though, um, no, they, they, to me, they show that they are better than what I think they are. Because I wasn't sure how, you know, I mean, they only have one loss. Like, that's that's impressive by itself. But the fact that you basically don't really have too much on offense to work with, defense is not 100%, and you still come out and find a way to win on the road against an undefeated team who who has that undefeated team at the time has proven to knock off some big teams already. Mm-hmm. And so the fact that they featured A.J. Dillon a lot more in the running game, that I didn't see that coming, but that was a good call on them. I figured that uh, Aaron Jones would be more used in the passing game, and he was. And he, was uh, he trusted Randall Cobb in the red zone. He came up with two touchdowns. And, you know, I, I feel like as long as, you know, number 12 is under center for that team, they always, they're always in the game, always have a chance. Always. And on the flip side, I feel like the Cardinals just came out flat. Like, what are you doing? And even still with them coming out flat, they was in the game. But I guess the last play of the game for them was uh, basically summed it up for them for that night. Just just not on the same page whatsoever. So, I mean, I give props to the Packers. It, it, it pains for me to do this. It, it does. But, but no, they, they, they deserve it. They, they do. Absolutely, man. Um... My question is, y'all, what the heck happened with A.J. Green at the end of the game? Um, this is, unfortunately, Jamar, one of my bones to pick with um, Kyler Murray is um, thus far when it comes to finishing, I, I've never really got that big finish from him yet. Um, I've never got that signature moment outside of that Hail Mary um, with DeAndre Hopkins last year. Um that's the one thing I would love to see from Kyler Murray more. Um, I, I just don't know what happened there. It was just so bad. It was so shocking. It was quiet in my living room. I mean, it was just only me, but it was, it was quiet <laughs> because seeing what occurred, it was like, what were they talking about in the huddle? Like, do you, 
Uh, is it possible, guys, that maybe AJ Green was thinking that he was going to throw it to DeAndre Hopkins? Because that's what I thought. Mm-hmm. I'm like, you give the ball to DeAndre Hopkins. Don't give it to AJ Green. But then again, you can see the point, guys. As football savants, you can see why you give the ball to big old AJ Green. You put it right in his chest. He posts the guy up, boom, right? Right in his chest. But Obviously, there was some huge miscommunication there. It appears that he thought it was a run, which mm-hmm. was another option with the Cardinals, right? You could have gave the ball to your back. Um, I don't even – who was the running no. back for the Cardinals? Because, no, no, no. like, what's, no, what's they, his name? It's either Connor or Edmonds, but they couldn't yeah. give they – couldn't, they couldn't run the ball. They was out of timeouts at that point. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Connor, he's been having a decent season thus far. Um, yes. The other back, Evers, is um, pretty elusive. Um, but it was options. You, you had D Hopkins. You could have, you know, as stated, gave a post up to A.J. Grant, or you could have allowed Kyler Murray with those quick feet to scramble real quick and get the touchdown. It was so many options that they had, and it was sad to see uh, the miscommunication, um, you know, just on that end. And so I don't know what happened there. I don't know, Jamar, maybe, you know, um, it's just sad, man, because, you know, at that point of the game, you know, you would think A.J. Green after all these years would, you know, at least if he had a question, just check in, double check in, you know, like before he leave that huddle, you know, say, what was the play again? You know, like it just it was sad to see that he just ran off and and didn't even truly know what was going on, you know. Yeah, that was. um that was definitely like, uh, like you, you and your wife supposed to be on the same page. You, you come home with pizza and she come home with Chinese food type thing. It's like, <laughs> I supposed to be on the same page. I, I, I felt like maybe the play was the, actually designed for DeAndre Hopkins, but he saw AJ Green one on one on the outside. But AJ Green went. I, I don't know, but but like you said, it was so many options, so many variables that went into it. I mean, that. It happens. I'm just glad it wasn't a playoff game for them and just a regular season game at this point. It definitely happens. You know what I said on my TV? I said Aaron Rodgers always gets this. Like, this always happens for him. And as a Bears fan, it really ticks me off. Like, (laughs) he always gets this. Like, how did I know, Jamar, like some crazy was just going to happen? And somehow he was gonna end up doing his. You know. I I know it was like okay, so it's like I'm, I'm like checking all the boxes here. All right, so so Arizona got the ball last. I'm like okay, Arizona let the clock wind down. I'm like okay, he, Aaron Rodgers they made sure he didn't have, get the ball right. Yeah, like, like uh uh-uh, hell no, don't I'm, let him get that ball again. I'm like okay, check that box. Okay, they they are like first and go inside the well, second and go inside the five. I'm like check. I'm like 16, 13 seconds left check. I'm like, all right, just punch it in. <laughs> and then they couldn't even do that. Right. I would argue with you guys, though, on a few of that, because I've been a Packer fan a long time. And let me tell you, we don't always get it to go our way. I mean, there was a, 
the the, fa- the fail Mary in uh, Seattle. The I mean, there's there's oh yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> I, I mean, right, Jamar. I mean, as Bears fans, we would love to have those moments. <laughs> we would at least love to be in those moments. <laughs> we don't have an opportunity for a fail Mary. That's the whole point, John. You guys yeah. at least have the opportunity. You know, yeah. like. <laughs> Yeah, Nagy would kill the moment before we get there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I can understand that. I appreciate it. Be a lot that would take place trying to get into that fail, Mary, right, Jamar? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. On a more serious note here, does this now put the Packers, uh, Jamar, does this now put the Packers as a team to beat in the NFC? I would say at this moment, Saturday, October 30th, right now, sure. They they knocked off the number one team in the NFC. But, I mean, you still got the Rams. You still got the Bucks, And, and you can maybe even make an argument for the Cowboys. They're playing well, yep. too. So, I mean, at, right now, I, I give it to them. I mean, they, they knocked off the top team in the NFC right now. So, yeah. I tell y'all what, man, the NFC playoffs – Remember, Jamar, we were saying, like, last year, the NBA playoffs was going to be lit. The NFC playoffs yes. going to be lit. Yes. I mean, just think about it, y'all. Like, the Bucks, the Cowboys, the Packers, the Rams, the Cardinals. Like, these five teams right here, like. Like, somebody's not going to make it past the first round. I know, right? And, and and whoever playing the first round, I'm I'm thinking it's gonna be a shootout, Jamar. It's gonna be a good old Wild West. Like it, it's gonna be a toss up for real because all these teams are dynamic with multiple multiple weapons. The Cowboys are the worst team, and they look damn good. And they and they, I mean, they got a ton of weapons. And so, like you know, it, it, it's fantastic to see, man. Um, John. Does this make your package the team to be in the NFC? Um, you know, I, I, I'm actually with Jamar on this. I, 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 I kind of – I lay – right now, after they beat the Cardinals, I, I was pretty high on them, you know, kind of thing. And then sitting watching that game, thinking that game, um, the Bucks are still – we got to beat the Bucks before we can, we can say we're above anybody. You know, I mean, number one. Um, and even the Rams. I mean, I put the Rams and the Packers kind of in the same boat. I think are, are really close to each other. But yeah, I got to. I, I I still personally think the Bucks are probably the team to beat in the NFC. Yeah, Tom That's, Brady, right? Yep. That, I mean, yep. Yeah, this is uh, fantastic to see Tom Brady um, and Aaron Rodgers um, both in the same conference. I never ever thought that would happen, but it's here. right. I, I love it. <laughs> it is here, and. Um, Last year, they were in an NFC championship game. Um, it's a lot of variables that can happen again for that rematch. But, um, I mean, yeah, Green Bay Packer fans, you guys are sitting in a good place. Um, and congrats on pulling out that win. It was uh, awesome to see, man. Um, all right, let's hit on our NFL power rankings, uh, Jamar. And so, John, as we go through these NFL power rankings, you can feel free to chime in. Sure. Um, and, you know, if you got a top five, it's, you know, you can give it to us. But I didn't talk to you about giving us a top five, so you can feel free to chime in on um, our top five uh, power rankings. Great. So, Jamar, let's begin with you. Um, give us your top five. All right. So, 
All right, number five, I have the Tennessee Titans. Um, I know you said top three will, I guess, more so discuss those. Uh, number four, uh, got the Arizona Cardinals. And this is as of right now, as of right now. These are all good football teams, man. The Titans, the Titans are becoming who we thought they were. They are, and I'm and loving, the I'm crap loving out of people. They are they did the living the Chiefs last week? Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and the Bills. I mean, beating the Bills is not easy. It shows you just how good in the AFC is, you know, some really good teams over there too. Absolutely. So, number three right now I have Tampa Bay. Um, you know, they've been, you know, pretty consistent even with the, the injuries on both sides of the ball, picking up, uh, you know, Richard Sherman off the street, and he's only, you know, in there for like two seconds and he's out, but – Nevertheless, uh, this Tampa Bay team is still rolling. They, you know, they thumped our our Bears pretty pretty good last week. Um, Mike Evans giving away six hundred uh, six hundred career touchdown and all, uh, making negotiations with a fan. But nevertheless, man, like that Bucks team is rolling. Um, number two, the team that actually beat them, the Rams. I mean, <laughs> I mean, like like you have mentioned in the past couple of weeks, Brandon, like. They rival the greatest show on turf as far as their offense mm-hmm. is concerned. Like their their offense is so lethal that their fourth receiver Deshaun Jackson is requesting a trade. It's like they they have. I know, right? Yeah. That, yeah. that that and and that just came out this morning. But like that shows you, Jamar, just how many weapons they got. He's frustrated, and he's frustrated because he can't get the ball because the other he they got so many weapons. Like <laughs> we can't share the ball with everybody. <laughs> Man, it, it, it's crazy because we we thought, you know, Cam Akers would have been a big blow for them this year. Didn't even get right. a chance to get on the field to be a part of this special, uh, you know, un- ensemble that we're seeing here. But nevertheless, uh, your, your, your quarterback, he he's out here balling. And that defense is, you know, is ferocious. And when they come time to make a play, they make a play. Mm-hmm. Um, but number one, I, I, I do have uh, – <sighs> I do have them, them Packers, man. Them, them Packers at, at, at the moment. At the moment, I do have them Packers. Yeah. So, all right. So, top five Packers, Rams, Bucks, uh, Cardinals, and Titans. Yeah. You know, I know it pains you, Jamar. You know, but you, man. Yeah. But the Packers as your number one team, you know, like Saturday morning, you know, we're close to Halloween and it's supposed to be a fun time. And, here we are talking about the pack. I mean, it, it's spooky, man. That's that's what it is. <laughs> it's, it's very spooky. Yeah. All right. Uh, number five team, y'all. Um, for me, I got the Cowboys. Uh, and the reason why I got the Cowboys, you're my rather than the Titans, is because I feel like if these two teams got on the field, it would be a damn classic because there are so many good teams. Uh, but I just feel that the Cowboys got more weapons. That is with the uh relatively even decently healthy uh, Dak Prescott. Um, we know what's been going on in the media about him, but um, he is um, stating that he's healthy, but right now the Cowboys are um, taking things relatively um, easy right now with him. But the Cowboys are a freaking dynamic team. The Titans for me, guys, their losses, um, you know, they lost to the Bills. But, you know, they lost to the Bills, but the other loss was a bit questionable. Um, and so uh, they have, however, had a pretty uh, tough schedule, Jamar. And so, you know, as we know with the Titans every year, man, like as they as the season goes on and it's just like a football game with Derrick Henry. Y'all, <laughs> this. 
you just let him continue to wear people down and, you know, pretty much you wear the other team down. Um, but right now I'm going to stick with the Cowboys, although the Titans are just, they're right there, right? Um, yep. Number four, I got the Rams. Um, and the reason why I got the Rams rather than um, the other team I'll go with is because this other team beat the Rams a few weeks ago. Um, the Rams are dynamic. They look like the greatest show on turf. I mean, they got so many weapons. This team is surgical. They move the ball up and down the field. Uh, Jamar, this happens quickly with these guys. These guys can put up a bomb on you, and you look up, it's one play, and touchdown. Um, ask the Bears, right? And so um, the Rams and their offense is just dynamic, and not to mention um, the defensive um, Hall of Famers they got on the other side of the ball. Um, that makes plays. And shout out to Jalen Ramsey for ending that game last week. It was impressive to see how um, he came up big, but it's Jalen Ramsey. Uh, number three, I got the Cardinals. Um, the Cardinals, y'all, I mean, this team is surgical as well. I know they got off to a slow start, Jamar, but right, you take positives out of a game. And the positive is that even though they lost the game and they had the miscommunication, they drove the ball right down the field. Most cases, right, they should have won the game. They prove that when they get hot offensively, that it's pretty much unstoppable. They, they drive right down the field on you. And that's exactly what they did on the great Packers. Um, it was a miscommunication that happened, and the Packers found a way to win an impressive game on the road. And so for that reason, I can't put the Cardinals as number one, although they've been number one for various weeks. Um, number two, I got the Bucs. Um, the Buccaneers – uh, we, we know about the Buccaneers, right? Like they just stomped our bears last week. They are hot right now. Their, their ship is steaming right now and they are just coasting along. Um, it's going to be very interesting guys to see who gets this home field in the NFC, because I'm noticing that my top five y'all is all NFC teams. I got five NFC teams on my top five, which shows you just how good the NFC is. And shows you that coming down the road as we continue to progress with this season, it's going to be a very interesting question to see who gets home field. Because my number one team is the Packers. And if the Packers get home field, Jamar, it's an issue. Um, just simply because it's Green Bay. But then again, right, Tom Brady last year did, you know, he did what he did. He's Tom Brady. Uh, but, you know, having home field for the Packers is always an advantage. Um, because it is Lambeau Field, it is freezing in January, it is very freezing in January, and it's not a fun place to play. Um, you feel like in January, if you walk out of Lambeau uh, with a win that you you lucked up, and so, um, you know, um, the Packers, I mean, without their top three playmakers, um, this team, um, you know, found a way to win. Uh, Aaron Rodgers always gives you a chance. Um, he is a bad, bad, bad man. And, um, you know, I just it's a it's a it's really great to see. I, I really hate y'all that this is supposedly his last dance and um, how he's at the you know, he's talking at the end of the game to Aaron and he's, you know, just stating like he's having so much fun with this team. This team is dynamic. They find ways. They're tough mentally. And um, to think that this might be his last season. Um, it would really suck for us as fans, um, but at the same time, it would be great for us as Bears fans. Um, and so Packers right now, man, they are, um, for me, the best team in football. Um, 
Although, if you put them and the Bucks on the same field, um, the Bucks probably can't pull it out just because it's Tom Brady. Um, but right now, the regular season, um, right now, the package I appear to be the best team in football right now. That was a very impressive win. Um, all right, guys. Let's now do our segment of who you got. And so we will now uh, hit on college football. We got some big games this weekend, y'all. Um, let's begin uh, this weekend with number six, Michigan, at eight, Michigan State. This is big uh, playoff uh, implications um, alongside for the Battle of Michigan, uh, Big Ten battle. Um, it's a lot on the line here. And um, – we got two undefeateds going in. And so just curious, y'all, because Michigan right now, and you said this, Jamar, a few weeks ago, that Michigan appears to be on the right road this year to finally get over that hump to uh, make the football playoff. Um, but you got Michigan State in the way, and you got Ohio State coming up. So um, just curious, Jamar, does Michigan keep this thing rolling? Because uh, they are not in uh, Ann Arbor, Dan Lansing. Man, um, you know, I've been on record in saying, like, if, if John Harbaugh is going to get it done, this is the year for him to get it done. I don't I don't know. A part of uh, there's a piece of my heart that 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 just likes Michigan like all the time. So I'm, 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 I'm rolling with the Wolverines. I, this is going to be a tough game. This is going to be a tough game. Usually Michigan comes out on the better end of this matchup usually, but this, this is going to be tough, but I'm, I'm rolling with the Wolverines. John, who you got? I tell you, I, I I'm, this is a, that's a toss up game for me. Uh, and, and Jamar's right. Uh, if Harbaugh is going to do it, this is the year uh, because uh, they seem to be loaded uh, and playing playing as well as they've played in years. But I tell you what, I think I think I'm gonna I'll pick uh, State over Michigan this this week. Ooh. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. Um, wow. I'm torn. Um, but you know what? I'm gonna go with, and this is the tricky part about college sports, right, fellas? Sometimes most teams are on your television screen, and sometimes other teams are just not on your television screen. Mm -hmm. Hence, Jamar, the NCAA tournament, right? Every year you watch Duke, you watch all these big programs, and then some other damn teams you never heard of come out of the blue, and you'd be like, oh, wow, I never watched this team. So I'll pick the other team that I've seen all year. And that's the, that's the tricky part about it. I've seen Michigan State once this year, and that was against um, – they beat up on Miami. I remember that. Uh, but Miami doesn't appear to be a pretty good football team. They, they've really had bad – they've had a bad season after some pretty high expectations for them in De'Ara King. Um, but one team I have seen is Michigan. I have seen the explosives. I have seen the weapons. I have seen the points that they can put up. Um, and so for that reason, I'm going to go with Michigan because only thing I know about Michigan State is that they got a great defense. And I know they got an African-American coach who is a very tough coach. Um, he's fixed that program up. So I want to give him a shout out. Right, guys. Um, Michigan State was nothing in football recently. This has been a basketball school. Um, they've been great in football in the past years. Tough defenses, great corners, great linebackers, great DNs. But just as of, let's say, the past five years, Michigan State hasn't been, you know, they haven't been all that. Last year, they were terrible. 
Now, look at them. Number eight in the country, undefeated. Um, you know, they're, they're fighting for a, a Big Ten title now. This is amazing to see. And so um, if Michigan State pulls this out, Jamar, um, I'm, I'm going to give this to you guys. The headlines are going to be very interested around Ann Arbor. <laughs> it, it really will be. This is this is gonna be like one of the few games I think I'm gonna actually tune in for all four quarters. Like I'm actually like have it up on my uh my iPad here, like for real. Yeah, that even includes uh watching Purdue last week because that was abysmal. I watched the game, Jamar, and it was just it was exactly kind of what we were predicting, like Purdue being at the big stage. Let's see what they do. The letdown. <laughs> I mean, offense was just, yeah, it, was, it was terrible. I know. All right. Um, we got some big games, y'all. Yes. Um, so although Florida, y'all, is undefeated, if y'all remember, they put up a big, big, big war against Alabama. This was a shootout. Yep. Alabama was number one at the time. They were in Florida, in, in Gainesville. Um, so we got number one Georgia at Florida. Um, does Florida potentially pull out an upset? I don't know, but. Guys, give me your thoughts. One Georgia at Florida, Jamar. Let's begin with you. Uh, Bulldogs. I'm telling you, um, I, I feel like Georgia is the best team in this country, even when Alabama was ranked one, because <laughs> of how their defense is playing. I'm taking they, the Bulldogs. They, they got some dogs on that defensive end. They got a special unit over there. Uh, John, who you got? I'm ab- absolutely with Jamar. I don't think anybody's even. I think it's Georgia, and then everybody else in the country. Yeah. I think right now. This is true because Iowa was ranked number two, and Purdue blew out Iowa. Mm-hmm. Oh, 24/7. yeah. 24-7. They're supposed to be the second-ranked team in the country. And so that is an excellent analogy, John, because right now, yeah, the way it's looking, it's Georgia and everybody else. Um, and so for that reason, I'm going to go with Georgia as well. Based off of what you guys just told me, I have no reason but to go with Georgia. <laughs> although, I do, although I do believe – now, y'all, come on now. I do believe that this will be a very tight game. I don't think Florida just going to lay down. Mm. No, um, I think so. Yeah. I, Go ahead, yeah, uh, John. Yeah, well, we, what we saw Florida do to Alabama, I think I think Florida's in the game, but I still think Georgia may take it by 10. You know, uh, I mean. Well, that, yeah, kind of just over, overwhelm them. Yep. Overwhelm them after, you know, I, as the game goes on, they just overwhelm I, That's what Georgia do. I, yep. I don't know. I'm, I'm half and half. I can see that happen. I can also see Georgia just laying down the hammer and just, you know, punch them in the mouth. I, I can see both happen, really. College, college football is so interesting, though, too, because of the emotions, right? I mean, it seems that there seems to be so much more emotion in college than the pros as far as swinging momentums, momentum, you know, and yeah. it's, it's in Florida, right? I, I remember, I think, um, you know, so that's going to give some emotion to Florida, I think. Uh, but but I just I just Georgia's just they're just top notch right now. Top notch, but I tell y'all what, Georgia better watch their bus, man, because <laughs> um it is uh that is one of the best places to play in college football. Mm, um nice. I'm definitely looking forward to that one. Um 10 Ole Miss, y'all. Shout out to Ole Miss. They have been balling out this year as well, low key. Um yeah. the Ole Miss Rebels. Um playing another great team has been balling out this year as well, low key. Auburn. Um, 10 Ole Miss at 18 Auburn. Who you got, Jamar? That is that's a, that's a tough match. Uh, I'm taking Ole Miss, but I'm not comfortable with that one. I, 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 I don't have the warm and fuzzies inside on this one. I'm, I'm taking Ole Miss, though. 
Go ahead, John. I, I think I think uh, tomorrow I, I tell you what I'll, I'll piggyback off you completely because it's, <laughs> it's it's, it's uh, you know I think Ole Miss is a little got a little more firepower I think um, this is one a little bit like you you said earlier Brandon uh, I have hardly seen Auburn play you know uh, but a friend of mine from seminary actually is an Ole Miss fan so he kind of keeps I kind of watch him keep me up on Ole Miss more and so I'm gonna go with Ole Miss. Okay. Yeah, um, I haven't seen Auburn really play either, y'all. I just know they got a great defense and a great running game, um, which is typical Auburn, right? Um, but I'm going to go with Ole Miss. Um, I, I just – I've seen Ole Miss play. I've seen the weapons that they got. I've seen the explosion. And also seen the big antics that happened this season um, where I believe they got into a big dispute after the game. It was with Ole Miss and, I believe, Mississippi State. And so um, – for that very odd reason, Ole Miss has just been a lot in my radar, on my TV screen. Um, but, you know, 18 Auburn, I mean, they're there for a reason. So it's a game to keep an eye on. Um, don't feel, I, I'm not feeling bad if Auburn wins and I picked Ole Miss. I'm just going with Ole Miss for that reason. All right. Uh, this is a very interesting game because Penn State has a fantastic defense, has been ranked in the top 10 for a good portion of the season. They just had a tough loss last week, right, without their quarterback for most of the game. So I don't know if this team is as bad as – I mean, they're ranked 20. I think they really got a bad rep here. For, they got pushed down to 20, seriously? Um, but number 20, Penn State, at number five, Ohio State. And right now, y'all, the Buckeyes, are, um, they've kind of flipped the switch, and they're now becoming <coughs> Ohio State, if that makes sense. So, Jamar, who you got? You, you kind of took the words out of my mouth. It's like, just right on cue. Ohio State just having to be right back in the mix once again, as we thought that maybe they're not, not this good. This, no. Ohio State is right where, I guess, where they want to be. Um, see, if this game was at Penn State, I'd be a little nervous, Ohio State. I, I think Ohio State handles business. I really do. They, you know, this is, you know, they've been here before, right? I mean, it's, it's basically in October. They're in prime position. I mean, they're probably looking at their chops right now, knowing that, you know, these top teams in the last couple of weeks have been just falling like flies. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm taking the Buckeyes. John, who you got? I got the, I got the same. I'm, I'm going to go with the Buckeyes because, um, like Jamar said, I, I feel like Ohio State now is just waiting because they're, they're time, holding their time out now, waiting to, to get into that top four. You know, so uh, uh, and it and it can come. We watched it all all season uh, with the top teams dropping out. So, I, I and I don't think I don't think Penn State's got the firepower to keep up. All right. Yeah. Um, Penn State right now, um, their offense. You guys are very very right. Um, in a number of their games, it has not been the most impressive. Right. Mm -hmm. um, offensively, it just has not. Um, points per game, Ohio State, y'all, they are averaging 49 points a game. Um, Penn State only 26. You know, I mean, you know, right now, yards per game, Ohio State has 560 yards per game. This offense is monstrous. Um, for that reason, at Ohio State, um, I'm going to go with Ohio State. Um, I don't know many of the names of these guys on Ohio State. I just know they move up and down the field a lot. Um, and so for that reason, I'm going to go with Ohio State. And 
secondary guys, you guys ever deal with stock and investing right now, we got a bullish Ohio state and we got a bearish Penn state. And so um, things are kind of tumbling right now for Penn state um, and going to Ohio state is not the easiest of things when you're um, you know, you got things tumbling right now. All right. So um, we got some other notable games, gentlemen. Uh, number nine, I was at Wisconsin. Um, you know, Wisconsin just beat the daylights out of Purdue. Um, Wisconsin is another team that's becoming Wisconsin. They had a slow start, but they've been um, trending in the right direction lately. And so that's a very interesting game, especially being that Wisconsin just beat up on Purdue and then Purdue beat up on Iowa. All right. Um, shout out to the SWAC. Um, the SWAC is uh, the Southwestern Athletic Conference. It is an HBCU conference. And uh, Jackson State and Deion Sanders, um, they play at Mississippi Valley State. And so I wanted to point that out as a notable football game. Yeah, very interesting to watch and very fun to watch. All right, gentlemen, let's uh, get into our NFL Week 8 picks. We got some big games this week. So, Jamar, let's begin with you. We got the sad to see, man, Miami. I feel so sorry for them, you know, John, like, Tough losses, just yep. really tough losses, you know. And it could be it could be demoralized, and it really can. And so um the Dolphins are at the Bills. Um, it, it just it's sad Jamar to have those losses then have to go to Buffalo. Man. And the last time I the last time, matter of fact, the last two meetings between these teams, Buffalo had just embarrassed them, spanked them. Last time I beat, I'm pretty sure they beat them 35 to zero. And the time before that, week 17 of last year, when the Dolphins had a chance to make the playoffs, the Bills embarrassed them and knocked them out the playoffs. So, um, yeah, uh, we'll keep this quick. Bills Mafia. And Go ahead, John. I'll, I'll echo that. I, I, the Dolphins just the, they can't keep up with the Bills. I don't think there's any way possible. Yeah, division game, dangerous game. Um, but you know. The Dolphins are finding ways to lose. Um, and Bills Mafia, um, I got the Bills. Uh, the Steelers at the Browns. The Steelers. So the Steelers um, came off a victory. They had a heartbreaking loss a few weeks back. Um, and the Browns, I mean, it was it was impressive, y'all. Um, without Baker Mayfield, um, Case Keenum stepped in and did a pretty decent job. Um, the Browns are in uh, the dog pound. Uh, who you got, Jamar? Still is at the Browns. This is tough. I, I have a co-worker who's a diehard Steelers fan here. Um, Baker Mayfield playing tomorrow? Yes. Yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. He's playing. Chubb is playing. Okay. I'm, I'm rolling with the Steelers. I think they just come in and handle business. I, 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 I just trust – Mike Tomlin and that team that plays hard against uh Baker Mayfield led team that's I still have question marks about at times. I'm, I'm going with the sure thing that I know of, the Steelers. Well, Jamar, I I, I I watched the Steelers Packers and I watched the, you know, and, and the Steelers have actually played much better since they played the Packers. Um and uh and like the Browns running game is just amazing. I mean, they they're their power game is fabulous to watch. 
Um, and their defense can get after you, uh, which, you know, we know Ben isn't having a great year for the Steelers this year. Um, yeah. And it's in Cleveland. I, I have a hard time going against Tomlin because he's one of my favorite coaches and I love the, uh, his teams always play hard. But I think I'm, I, I'm leaning towards the Browns on this one. Yeah, uh, John, I'm with you. Um, I'm, I'm going to echo what you stated. Um, you know, this would be a lot tougher for me to pick if uh, Big Ben was having a better year. But right now, Big Ben, man, it looks like Egg just caught up with him. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we are in a dog pound. Um, <coughs> Nick Chubb, and it was a, the big reason I asked Shamar if, if who was playing is because I think that makes a big difference for the Browns. Um, Nick Chubb and, you know, their, their running game. I mean, who is this number 30 for the Browns? Shamar, oh, yeah. from a fantasy perspective. Whatever well, this damn number 30 is named Derek Johnson or something like that. Dearness Johnson. Dearness Johnson. This brother can ball. Is, is he on a radar for fantasy? Because um I mean last, looking. last week he definitely was as a streaming option based on the, all the teams that was on by and the lack of running backs, lack of quality running backs um mm -hmm. last week. This week, I, I don't think so, just because Nick Chubb is back. But it's like one of those that you definitely, you know, watch that situation as it unfolds. But um, no, the Browns proved that they are running back factory, just like uh, just like Baltimore, just like San Francisco and, and just like Seattle at times. So, yeah, that's what they proved. He, he won my game last week, Brandon, for me. <laughs> I picked him up last week for that reason, but. But uh, and I think I think I think this week, Jamar, I think he's actually could be a good choice because I think they'll play him in the, the hunt role, you know, because uh, because Hunt's still out uh, there. So him and Chubb will be sharing carries. But I think I think they'll play. I think he'll be able to gain get a few get, get a good number of points. I, I hope anyway, because I'm playing him. <laughs> I, I hope so, too. I, I, I do. But I guess yeah, I, yeah. we'll see what happens, though. Mm -hmm. Um. Yeah, guys, like Dearness Johnson, Nick Chubb, y'all, for me, he's more that lateral. Mm -hmm. But Dearness Johnson is all that. And so that's what makes him super dangerous and super elusive. Um, that's an interesting game. Um, sorry, Deshaun. I love you, my brother. But um, by the way, um, John, Jamar, and Deshaun, they had the Destination Fantasy podcast. Um, oh. And it is focused on fantasy football, and it airs on Sunday mornings at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time. So if you're interested in that podcast, you can reach more uh, out to Jamar because he is big on the fantasy world. And so, Absolutely, Jamar. I'm always looking for <laughs> That's how it works, man. That's how it works. <laughs> Thanks, Brandon. <laughs> no problem, Appreciate man. you, Brandon. <laughs> no problem, man. So, yes, I uh, I'm going to go with the Browns. I'm with you, John. Um, I think the Browns, um, their running game, and um, having Bacon Mayfield back makes a big difference. Um, so I'm going to go with the Browns. Um, the Bengals, man, shout out to the Bengals. This team, y'all, uh, they are a big surprise. First place in the AFC North. And Jamar Chase, how dare people talk about him dropping passes in the uh, preseason because he haven't dropped nothing. In the regular season, this guy looks like not only the offensive rookie of the year, he's looking like a legit Pro Bowl candidate. Mm -hmm. So, Jamar, I don't know if you guys know, he's leading the NFL in receiving yards. 
I'm um, not surprised. <laughs> yeah. Um, so this, I mean, he's a he's a big play factory. Um, Jamar Bengals at the Jets. Do the Jets uh, pull out an upset? Was that a real question? Is that a real? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay. First off, hashtag who day? That's that that's their thing. Who day? I mean, right. they're currently the number one seed in the AFC right now. That's that that's crazy to me. Wow. I mean, and all honestly, I wanted to, I wanted to put them in my top five power rankings. I did, but I, they they like right there. But I mean, there's so many good teams. Um, no, like like you mentioned, Jamar Chase, beautiful name by the way. I mean that that man is. Uh, I mean he it, his you his get rookie it, John, is Jamar and Jamar. I, I got it. Because <laughs> <laughs> his rookie season is uh is like. On par with Randy Moss in the same. That's who I be thinking yep. of, man. I'm yep. thinking of Randy yep. Moss. The and, way and, he and, looks, it reminds me of Randy Moss. Yes, and and Randy Moss even gave him props, man. And and it's 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 fantastic to see who. It's like because they was getting criticized for taking him over uh um uh Panay uh Sewell whatever. Oh the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Panay yeah. Sewell. Yeah, yeah. The the, the the lineman that was yeah. drafted from USC. Yeah, okay. yeah. And and look look how dynamic that offense is. Like him and uh, Burrow, like their chemistry has not missed the beat from the LSU days. And so, like I, I expect a beat down. And for fantasy owners, definitely definitely expect big things from Jamar Chase here. So go for it, Bengals. Absolutely. Yep. John, who you got? Uh, there's I'm with Jamar. There's 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 just this isn't even a question. The Bengals are gonna. I mean, Chase is just. I think he's gonna surpass Moss's rookie year. I mean, mm. he the guy. I, I watched him with the Packer in the Packers game, and it was just unreal with this guy because the moves he has. I mean, he's fun to watch. I mean, he is fun to watch, and him and Burrow seem to have that great connection. And I don't, I don't think the Jets have a chance. Yeah, um, the Jets right now are the New York Jets. I mean, what can you say? Um, and so, uh, for that reason, I'll go with the Bengals. Um, it's, it's just fun to watch the Bengals right now. And it's it really good to see um, where they've recently come from, you know, um, after all the playoff <laughs> losses and the coming up shorts all, all the years. Yeah. Um, the Bengals, man, I I think that in the in, in maybe this year, maybe in the coming years, this team could be a Super Bowl threat. Yeah. Um, this team is a pretty decent football team, and they are uh, definitely heading in the right direction. Let them let them go to the playoffs and win a playoff game. Let them win a playoff game. It's gonna be like headlines over the place because yep. yep. they haven't won a playoff game that I can remember that since since yeah. my years of being on this earth. I I don't remember. It's, it's been a long time. Yeah, uh, the, the 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 playoff wins I remember was the Boomer Sciencing days, and um, we were baby Shamar. That's all I know. Yeah, or before we even thought of something like that. I don't know. <laughs> Yeah. And so um long time for the Bengals. Um, you know, shout out to um Pac-Man Jones, by the way, for giving that game away against the Steelers. I remember that night. Oh <laughs> uh, was that the was that the unnecessary roughness penalty? Yes, yes, yes. And that's, yes. And that's they, when they Antonio Brown turned they, into they, AB yep. after perfect reigned his bear. Perfect. Yep. Right. Yep. It was just it was just like, oh, this is such the Bengals. Like, you got the chance to get it done. How, like, how do you get 30 yards of penalties in that one most? 30 like, yards. 30 yards, yep. Just <laughs> gave it to Pittsburgh. Gave it to them. And Pittsburgh took that straight to the AFC Championship, too. 
Um, and so, yeah, uh, shout out to the, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. Um, you know, be an interesting game tomorrow. The Titans at the Colts. So the Colts, they are trending in the right direction, Jamar. I know that three and four. They've had some heartbreaking losses. But Carson Wentz is playing a lot better this year. He's having a good year. He is. And, you know, I had to, like, you know, reconcile with a couple of Colts fans here in regards to that. Like, he, he's not the reason why they're losing. I mean, and then some Colts fans pointed out they had a tough schedule to begin with, which they did. And the schedule gets easier, but it doesn't get easier tomorrow. It, it, it doesn't. Um, with that being said, I mean, they're playing better, but the Titans – I think they are clicking here. even even without Julio Jones tomorrow. I think the Titans get it done because nobody's stopping. I, I feel like the MVP front runner right now, number twenty two. So I'm, I'm they taking need Titans. to get that man an MVP. I mean, it's about time. John, who you got? I, I tell you what, uh, this is the Colts season. I mean, this game because if they lose this game, they're, they're they've been swept by the Titans and they're three games back in the standings. You know, there's there's just almost impossible to get over that hump, uh, but but I don't think it's going to matter because I think Derrick Henry will run over them, and I think the Titans will take it. Wow, guys, I got an upset tomorrow. I got the Colts. Um, <laughs> I like the direction that the Colts are trending in right now. Um, Frank Reich, man, this guy is a fantastic football coach. This guy wins. He he produces tough teams. Um, they are tough mentally. Um, they don't lay down to nobody. So we at least, I at least know that, right? Like the Colts are not going to lay down to the Titans tomorrow. And this is in Indianapolis, which makes <laughs> a bit of a difference. Um, the Titans for me, um, they are a bit up and down, although they are trending in the right direction. But I think y'all the Colts, this is my upset pick for the week. It, the Colts are not going to just beat up on the Titans the Colts might have some a few things that will go their way tomorrow. Um, and so I'm going to go with the Colts and the upset pick. Jeez. Uh, mm. Part of me want to change. I'm going to go with the Colts. I'm going to stick with the Colts. <laughs> All right. Go. The Eagles at the Lions. Does Detroit get their first win tomorrow? This is They got a good chance tomorrow. I mean, it's the Eagles. No. I feel like Jalen Hurts gonna have a big game. I, I feel like the Eagles' offense in general gonna have a big game. But I think the Lions get that first win tomorrow. I really do. I've been thinking that all week. I mean, look, even with the Lions, you know, not winning a game, I feel like they're not the worst team in the NFL. They're not. I mean, how do you? I think it's between the Texans and the Jaguars. I, yeah, it does, and I feel like the Texans are the absolute bottom feeders of the whole league. I do. Um, Lions just have bad luck this year with, with a couple of games. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm taking, I'm taking the Lions. I, I really, really strongly believe they will beat the Eagles tomorrow. And, and I, and I'm with you, Jamar. Uh, I think, I think uh, as I, and when I picked this in my, my fantasy league, I, I thought the same thing that the Eagles could score on them. The Lions are not a team that gives up. They come and they play hard every week. Um, they've had some bad luck. Uh, they, I, I just, and, and I think this is it for them. This, this, I think they get this win in Detroit. I, I'm picking the Lions. I mean, all like everything points to Detroit tomorrow in Detroit. 
The Eagles are not the best team. Um, Detroit plays hard. I mean, they've had some tough losses. I feel so bad for them. Um, but, fellas, the Detroit Lions find ways to lose. And so I got to kind of compensate here, Jamar. I picked the Colts in an upset win, and which is very possible that the Titans might win. So I got to kind of compensate here, right? And so in order to get that W back, <laughs> I'm going to have to go with the Eagles, okay? I'm going to have to go with the Eagles because Detroit find ways to lose. They just find ways. Like, it's like poor Matt Campbell for me, Um, he's he's been lionized. And when I say lionized, like he's been just been brought into a culture of we find ways, you know? Mm-hmm. Man, and, you want to and, say something, Jamar? Go ahead. And, and, in my head, they are two and five. In my head, I know what the record shows. I mean, but man, they, they, they could be three and four they, right they, now. They, they beat Baltimore and they beat, they beat Minnesota. Baltimore. <laughs> they beat Minnesota. Um, they beat somebody else too. I mean, they lost another it, game off a of field goal. Um, they often lose their games at the end of the game in the fourth quarter, field goal. You know, like poor Detroit. Um, and unfortunately, they might do the same tomorrow. Um, but, you know, everybody, I mean, like, all the analysts are like, this is a good opportunity for Detroit. Um, and so I, I hope Detroit wins. Um, if the Eagles lose, um, Jalen Hurts, man, I love you. But it's going to be some big questions around Philly and their quarterback situation. So um, you got an opportunity to make things a little brighter in Philly, Jalen Hurts. So what will you do? Um, all right. The Niners at the Bears. The Niners at the Bears. And you got to make this pick, John. Okay? <laughs> you got to make this pick. I'm not saying you got to pick the Bears. You just got to make a pick. And so um, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jamar, he's returning back to his roots in Illinois. Um, maybe he'll stop up in Charleston. But um, who you got tomorrow, uh, the Niners or the Bears? This might be the hardest game to pick this week. It is honestly. two evenly matched football teams. <sighs> Let's see. No Khalil Mack. No Khalil Mack, yeah. Yeah, that's that's the no, negative. Um, no Dave no Montgomery, but we do like the way Khalil Herbert's been playing. Yep, yep. Plus, I no Mac Nagy, so I'm, I'm happy with that. Oh, uh, wait, what happened with Matt Nagy? He's on the, the COVID uh, list, right? Yeah, yep. Oh, wow, I didn't hear that. Okay. Yep. So, you know, I'm, I'm hoping the Bears win. So that way, you know, Magnet becomes real expendable at that point. Like, we don't need you. Goodbye. Did you see the article? <laughs> that's that's why this article came out. It was an article talking about um, this is a perfect opportunity to get rid of Matt Nagy. In other words, yep. that if the Bears win tomorrow, <laughs> yep. like, we won without you. We don't need you. Exactly. And especially if they just somehow and dominate and win by like 20 points or something. We definitely don't need you. Um, (laughs) No, this, this game is tough, man. Um, I'm giving the edge to our team just because we're at home If we went at home. I think we get blown out the water, but I think they can uh, actually run the ball against the 49ers and, and uh, control the clock. And the fact that Herbert was able to run the ball against the stout run defense against the Bucks last week, that was the, like the only positive thing that I could think of in that game. Like I, I really like this kid. And I think he's gonna have a big game tomorrow. I'm, I'm, I'm taking our Bears. I'm, I'm not trying to be biased here. I'm taking our Bears though. Well, and I tell you what, I think, I think, I think as I look at this, this game, um, 
the Niners pass rush is is ferocious at times. But uh, but like you said, if you if the Bears run the ball, I mean, and they commit to the run, and Nagy's not calling plays, which works out really well for you guys. Um, I I think the Bears will take it. Um, I mean, this they're they're, and I don't think the Niners offense is gonna scare you scare the Bears defense by any means. You know, and, and I think the Bears can hold up on us. So I, 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 it pains me, but I'll pick the Bears. <laughs> I appreciate yeah. you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you guys, um, the Niners, um, they've looked great starting the season, right? Mm-hmm. Look like, okay, yeah, NFC West, it's going to be, it's going to be, it's going to come down to it, right? But as of lately, the Niners, um, they have been on the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Um, is their record wrong here, Jamal? I don't think they're two and four. Aren't they three and three? Didn't they win oh. last week? No, no. Oh, the Niners didn't win last week. They lost they, to who? The Colts. Oh yeah, that's right. The Colts beat up on them. Right. It was yeah. a it was a relatively decent football game. Remember, but yeah, it, it was it was raining. It was defensive focused. Um, nobody could catch the ball. Um, but that was due to the rain. Or maybe the Niners' offense is just that bad. But on the other hand, um, the Bears play really tough at home. They are a better football team at home, right, than they yeah. are on the road. They are terrible on the road, John. Mm. At home, the Bears are tough to beat. Um, the Niners could, you know, this is not going to be a game where somebody – I don't think the Niners will just lay down to the Bears. This will be a tough game. The Niners could very well win this game. If, if the Niners were to win, they would win by a game-winning field goal. Uh, the Bears, on the other hand, have the opportunity to put their foot on the Niners tomorrow. You're at home. Um, you have um, a running back that is uh, showing a bright future. Justin Fields plays a lot better in front of the Bears fans than on the road. Um, and Matt Nagy, you know, he's not calling plays. Um, I'm going to go with the Bears tomorrow. And the reason why is because the Bears are at home. That's the biggest reason. Chicago that's, has a tremendous, tremendous um, home field advantage. And that's in any sport, John. Yeah. Chicago and was, fans show up, man. Go yeah, ahead, Jamar. And I was like, that, that that was my reason, too. But biggest thing, the 49ers, they really, really miss George Kittle. If George Kittle was playing, I, I might take different. But they, they, they're one dimension on the pass game. It's Devo Samuel and everybody else. I feel like, guys, if we beat Cincinnati at home, if we hang tough for Green Bay at home, then I think we can beat the Niners at home. I'm still upset about what Roger said, by the way. Yeah, man. Like, he always got something to say, don't he? Um, I, I said to Brandon, I, I wrestle with that, too, uh, as a Packer fan, because I'm, I'm pretty big into sportsmanship. But uh, when I saw how many times he was getting flipped off by people, I was like, uh, I don't know <laughs> how that works. <laughs> Maybe he's doing yeah. it because it's the last dance, guys. I don't know, but I, um, I mean, I was getting, I, I was telling my coworker who's a big Bears fan as well. It's like before that game, I was like, you know, based on what Rogers been saying in the press, it's like. Okay, I, maybe I'm starting to like like Aaron Rodgers because I was a big Brett Favre fan, even though he was on the other side. I love Brett Favre, yeah. but and then that happened. I'm like, Aaron Rodgers is dead to me. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, yeah. def, he definitely sparked the sparked the rivalry a little more, didn't he? That, I know. Oh, right? yeah. um, somebody, dude, somebody said if he had car troubles in Chicago, good luck. 
I'm telling you, if he if he's at a restaurant, I don't know if he can eat fruit. Like they might not even serve him. They'd be like, they, they won't serve him. Now, did did you hear the the nice story though about about a uh, couple years ago when he was in Chicago and the fan he was, yeah. he was walking and uh, a little boy I think it was wasn't it Jamar yep. uh, that he spent like thirty five minutes with talking to him or something you know I mean because uh, uh, yeah. he was out wandering the streets of Chicago <laughs> I mean just kind of enjoying a walk and and that was a cool story I thought yeah and that's when uh when my coworker told me that I'm like. Okay, like that's that's pretty cool of him. That's that's decent of him. He didn't have to do that. No. And then and then that happened. So, but no, no, no. Yeah, that 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 was very nice of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he definitely has fun with this rival for sure. And it's really good to see Aaron Rodgers y'all having a lot of fun this season in general. Um, you know, in regards to um everything he's been stating, he's been talking trash to a number of people. I don't know if you guys are. Seen he was talking trash to uh, the head coach for Arizona. Yeah, like, yeah. Letting him know, like, we're about to score. You know this, right? <laughs> Tell him, we're about to score. And so you guys are about to get ready because it's about to be a game now. <laughs> yeah. Then he messed yeah, with Mike Tomlin when they played the Steelers. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. yeah, yeah. You know, he, he straight up told Cliff, uh, we're about to score. Yeah. And so that's what happened. Um, All right, guys. Uh, The Rams at the Texans. Jamar, do the Texans. Rams. Play? Rams, Rams, Rams. Yeah, I'm with y'all the Rams. Um, Texans pull that out. Um, Panthers at the Falcons. Um, One team trending down, one team trending up. Who you got, Jamar? Uh, I told you last week. I told you last Sunday. Uh, based on how this is going. Like one team misses Christian McCaffrey, the other one, I guess at times can maybe look a little decent. They they're finally utilizing their 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 you know their number fourth overall pick here. Mm-hmm. He's starting to look like a monster, like projected. Sound like a monster, isn't he? Yeah, starting to look like that that Hall of Fame that they're trying to give him already. So, um, I'm gonna have to go with that team, that that Atlanta team. And I normally don't like picking Atlanta for anything because you know they'll let you down. But Panthers has been a bigger letdown lately. So, I'm I'm with you, Jamar. Uh, the 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 Falcons are on the rise, and Panthers are are falling apart without McCaffrey. And and Pitts is amazing. I mean, I, I don't think I, I don't think he's a Hall of Famer yet, but but they're they're utilizing him. I mean, he's going to be amazing, an amazing tight end for years to come. I think so. I'm going to go with Falcons. Yeah, I'm going to go with the team with the best player on the field. Um, if Christopher McCaffrey was the best player on the field, I'll go with the Panthers. But um, as far as I know, he's not playing, right, Jamar? Oh no, he's, he's not playing. Right, I'm going to go with the Falcons. Um, Jaguars at the Seahawks. Jaguars at the Seahawks. To the Seahawks, they've had some tough losses. They're at home tomorrow. Do they bounce back against the Jaguars? This is tough, in a sense. It's tricky. This is it, it is. Just because. They have to travel across country because that's normally when you travel across country, it was like you you're at a disadvantage already. I'm picking Seattle, but I'm not I'm not confident because <laughs> I think like the Jags actually have looked a lot better the last three weeks. They they yeah. they really have. 
Yeah. I'm, I'm taking Seattle. They've given away some home. games to the Jaguars. They've given away some games. They have. Like they shouldn't have beat Cincinnati. Like that's yeah. Yeah. for sure. Yeah. Um. No, I'm I'm taking Seattle. They're at home, and they don't have to travel across country. And I, I think DK Metcalf should have his way. Should. So I'm taking the Seahawks. John, who you got? I, I'm I'm gonna go with the Seahawks too, and and I'm with Jamar. Who would have thought at the beginning of the year we'd be wrestling with the pick of this game? You know, kind of a thing. With I mean, the Seahawks without Russell Wilson, they're just not the same team. So I mean, but I'm gonna I'm gonna pick the Seahawks. Yeah, uh, but it shows you that um, the Seahawks. A lot of their games, y'all, have come down to the final drive. Mm-hmm. with Geno Smith, which means he's played relatively decent. It's just been a story of his career, right, Jamar? Yeah. Like, he – big moments that he just doesn't get it done. Um, but tomorrow is a grand opportunity. Um, you got Mr. Two Fingers coming in. Um, you got a rookie quarterback. Um, and the Jaguars have to cross uh, the entire country. Um, I know Urban Meyer will have this team focused. Now, the Jaguars are not as bad as we think they are. Um, no. This team has come closer um, in a number of games. They've lost some heartbreaks, but Seattle has to. Um, and so I just think based on the field, if I put these two teams on the field, Seattle has a better overall football team. And I think that uh, shows tomorrow, especially with Seattle and that tremendous um, home field base at Questfield. So I'm going to go with the Seahawks. Right. I just, I just can't imagine Urban Meyer grinding out a victory tomorrow. I just can't see it. Yeah. If anything, he'll give one away. Um, Patriots at the Chargers. Patriots at the Chargers. Who you got, Jamar? Oof. I'm going to take the Chargers, but I'm not all the way convinced either just because it's like I feel like this is a, a, a trap game in reverse because New England, like, I, I know that their wins this year hasn't, you know, been the most impressive when they won, but I know that they play, you know, tougher teams pretty close. But I'm 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 gonna get a slight ass to the Chargers here, but man, I'm not confident. John, who you got? Uh, I'm with you. The Chargers look like world beaters at times, but they can play down to their opponents and the Patriots seem to be moving up. Mac Jones is, and has made more of an impression on me than I don't know about you guys than I thought he would this year. Uh, I think he's playing a lot yeah. better than I expected him to, um, but I, I, it's in, it's in LA. I think I, I'm going to go with the chargers. Yeah. I'm with you guys as well. Um, in LA, um, the records do tell a story. Um, Chargers do play very well at home, by the way. Um, they have a dynamic offense and a great quarterback. And so if you ask me which quarterback is the best quarterback, I would tell you easily uh, Justin Herbert. And so for that reason, and also being in L.A., I'm going to go with the Chargers. Um, the Bucks at the Saints. Jameis Winston, Jamar, eat a W tomorrow. No. No, go he, can go, he, he can go eat some gumbo afterwards. I mean, he's not eating a W. I'm not seeing it. I mean, granted, you know, I feel like the Saints are like, you know, Dr. Jackal, Mr. Hyde type deal. Like, you don't know what you're going to get. 
You you really don't. Volatile. They are. And so, you know, that's great that they got Mark Ingram coming back. They they really need that. But it's like until Michael Thomas comes back and, you know, wants to come back and actually wants to play football, it's like their 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 passing game is suspect. I mean, it, it turned into the Alvin Kamara show last week. And on the flip side, Marshawn Lattimore can only guard one person. I mean, the Bucs still have weapons galore. Um, it, it's, it's not like Drew Brees is quarterback anymore in this matchup from last year. So I'm I'm taking the Bucs. Uh, John, who you got? Uh, I, I go with the Bucs, too. The Saints are J- Jekyll and Hyde. I mean, I watched them in week one just thump the Packers, you know, uh, like it was no, nobody's business. And then – the rest of the year, I've watched them go up and down. Um, I'm with Jamar. They they don't have enough weapons to – you can't – Godwin, Evans. Uh, I don't know if Gronkowski's playing or not, but, uh, you know. Questionable, yeah. The the Bucks have got too much firepower for it. Yeah, I'm with you guys. Firepower is the key word. Um, the Buccaneers will just score more points. They will, um, depending upon a miracle. But the Saints, you know um, – they have great defense. That's one thing I get to them, Jamar. They can play some defense. Um, but their offense is terrible. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, my God. Like, you know, like last week against Seattle, like it was the question was who wanted to win the game? Mm-hmm. I mean, between Geno Smith and Jameis Winston, it was terrible to watch both of these guys play football. Um, the game was just that dull and boring and, and no offense at all. And so for that reason, the Bucs um, just – they score a lot more points. Uh, the Bucs have a lot more weapons, John. And so for that reason, I have to go with the Bucs just simply because I believe that the Bucs will outscore the Saints. And I'll just leave it at that. Um, so J- Jamar likely, uh, you know, picking up his kid, he probably hit a button or something. Oh. So he'll be back on shortly. <laughs> um, Washington at the Broncos. John, let's begin with you. All right. For this one, the football <laughs> team or the Broncos. You know, this is this somebody got to win this game because the Broncos are trending down in. Big time. I mean, the Broncos started out three and zero. You know, at one point, you know, and of course they beat three teams that hadn't had any wins. But um, I think I think I'm going to go. This is this is a tough one. Uh, probably the toughest yeah. game I think for me. Um, but I I think I'll go with Washington. Uh, the Broncos. I just don't trust the Broncos at all right now. That uh, so I, I'm gonna go with the Washington football team. Man, this is yeah, this is this is mm. tough because the Broncos are they've, they've just been terrible lately. Mm. Um, and I've been picking them too, and it's just like they don't show up anymore. Hey, I'm gonna I'm gonna pick real quick because I got to get them some cereal. But uh, I'm going Broncos just because they get their weapon back, Jerry Judy. Be back. Okay, they get Jerry Judy back. Um. I'm going to go with the Broncos as well. And Jamar pointed out Jerry Judy, but the reason why I'm going to go with the Broncos um, is simply because they're in mile high, uh, John. Yeah. Um, they do play a lot better at home. Um, you know, they were 3-0 for a reason. Mm-hmm. Um, but I won't be surprised if Washington win this football game. Um, Tyler Hinky has been playing pretty good, man. He, he plays with nothing to lose. <laughs> He has a very, very uh, fun uh, or to his way of playing football. And he reminds me a lot of uh, – remember Jake DeHome from the – Oh, Panthers? yeah. Yep, for the Panthers. He kind of plays like him, just loose. 
he'll let the thing ride. He'll let it go in the air. He, he you know, yeah. does what he does. You know what? I'm going to change my pick. I'm going to go with you, John. I'm going to go with the football team. <laughs> that, that, that's, you know, the Broncos right now, I just – I can't trust them. They, they look really bad right now. Um, we'll see, though. I mean, the Broncos, this is your chance. If you want to get a victory tomorrow, this – this is your ample opportunity to, to beat a two and five NFC lease team. Okay. All right. Um, Cowboys at the Vikings. Who you got, John? Oh, oh boy. I tell you the, the, the you know, this is one that I, I hate to I hate to admit because we don't, as, as a Bears fan and a Packer fan, I'm sure none of us want the Vikings to ever win. But, uh, uh, but the reality is that this is one I kind of like because those Cowboys are dangerous. Um, I, I think now I still don't know what, what the deal is with, uh, Prescott. Um, uh, I, I think he's still questionable. Uh, I haven't heard. And, uh, if Prescott plays, I think the Cowboys take this pretty easily, but, uh, but if he doesn't, it could be a, this could be a field goal game, Brandon, I think. Um, but I think I'm going to go with the Cowboys just because the talent on the Cowboys defense this year is really coming to the head right now. I mean, this Diggs kid and and uh, the Parsons kid that they got, uh, man, those kids are just amazing. And so, yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna give give the edge to the Cowboys. Yeah. Um, so right now, um, Dak Prescott is listed as questionable. So it really it really sucks that I got to make this pick on Saturday. I wish I could make it on Sunday night. You know. Um, but if Dak Prescott's not playing, I've been hounding this Vikings team, uh, John, believing that it's a relatively decent football team, um, especially when they get the no. run going with, um, you know, no. one of the best no. running backs in the NFL, Dalvin Cook. Um, I'm really excited to see two matchups here. I'm really excited to see who has the better game between Justin Jefferson, mm-hmm. who is a fantastic ball player, as yep. well as CeeDee Lamb. So both of these young second-year receivers being on um, the same field tomorrow is something to definitely watch. Um, but if Dak Prescott's not playing, I'm going to go with the Vikings. And so for that reason, I'm going to just go with the Vikings because right now, according to reports, I don't believe Dak Prescott will play. But if he does play, then they'll beat the Vikings. I strongly believe. Uh, Jamar, who you got, Cowboys or Vikings? Nothing in the world. Uh, that's tough. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. Yes. I see why you said if you could wait till tomorrow to take that pick. Uh, I'm gonna take the Vikings. I'm gonna take the Vikings. All right. Uh, the New York Giants at the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Patrick Mahomes has lately had to make apologies to his team because of his turnovers and his bad play. Um, the Giants are dangerous. They are. When you kind of sleep on the Giants, that's when they come out and sneak out a victory over you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the Giants got a good opportunity because this Chiefs team, y'all, has been turning over the ball, and their defense is, yeah. Um, but they are at home tomorrow. Maybe they got something to play for tomorrow. You know, I mean, you you mentioned earlier, John, that. It was somebody's season on the line, the Colts, right? Yep. yep. If the Chiefs lose this tomorrow, I mean, this is a big game for the Chiefs. Um, Jamar, who you got? Oh, I'm taking the Chiefs. 
I, I I feel like like you know they're due for a game to get back in the swing of things. Like I, you know, I understand the Giants had an impressive win last week, but they was at home. I I I don't see it happening here. If the Chiefs lose this game, then I guess all bets are off with them. But I'm I, I don't have any reason to not pick against you know to pick against the Chiefs. I I I can't see it, so I, I'm picking the Chiefs. And 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 I'll I'll go on that as far as uh, you're right, Brandon. I, I just was looking at the record and I hadn't realized that it was three and four. I, I don't know why um, the Chiefs lose this game and the Chargers win their game? That's about a, a three game uh, a slide there too, and the Chargers already beat the Chiefs. So I think I think the, I think the Chiefs have got so much to lose on this game. I, I don't think they will lose the game. I mean, I think they'll come out and play. Uh, I think they'll take it this time. Yeah, I do see a good football game. Um, the Giants do play good football games. They just don't win them. They do play good football games. Um, the Chiefs, it's, it's been a disappointment thus far. Um, they got a big game. If they lose this game, headlines Monday morning. Um, and so for that reason, the Chiefs just have a lot to play for, a lot to play for. And so for that reason, I'm going to go with the Chiefs at home. Um, all right, guys, that concludes hey, our really, – Really quick, um, Brandon, what was your pick between the Broncos and the uh, football team? I'm going to go with the football team uh, because okay. the uh, Broncos, man. I, I got you. And then what was you all's picks for the Cowboys? Like, I didn't get it. I took the Cowboys. Okay. And I picked the Vikings. Okay. Thank you, gentlemen. But that is – if Dak's playing, you know, it's a whole different ball game. All right, gentlemen, let's uh, focus on some other sports. You know, some of the sports that, you know, football dominates around this time of year. Uh, but Major League Baseball, y'all, it is the World Series. Um, last night, the Atlanta Braves uh, pissed a two-inning shutout. Um, down in ATL. Um, just uh, curious, John, can you give us your World Series pick? Are you going uh, with the Braves or are you going with the Astros? I'm going with the Braves, uh, especially after last night's pitching, because uh, I, I didn't know if the Braves pitching could ha- hold up against the Astros, uh, but I think the Braves are going to win this thing. Mm-hmm. Shout out to October Baseball. It is always one of those teams you never see. <laughs> the Braves were 500 and, like at midseason, weren't they? Exactly, I mean, right? <laughs> and, and you know, you, you you spend all year looking at the Dodgers and the Giants. Oh, look at these two. Mm. Spend all year looking at the Rays, things like that. And then we were looking a lot at the Sox, the Sox fans. Yeah. Uh, but uh, the Braves are definitely clicking at the right time. And so um, it's a big game for for the uh, Astros. Um, it is a lot on the line tonight. Um, in uh, Atlanta, um, that was a great basketball game, Jamar. Um, we'll, we'll hit on some NBA, uh, John. I don't know if you watch much of it, but um, you know, we're big Bulls fans. Um, it was a great game. Derrick Rose came back, Jamar looking nice, couple explosive layups to the rim. I'm like, this looks like 2011 D Rose. He, he hit a three pointer. Kind of wave to the crowd, send a message. like, remember me? Um, Bulls and Knicks, it was, it was a really good game, man. It was fun to watch. Um, 
just any quick thoughts from that game? Like, was it a fun game to watch for you or what, man? I mean, absolutely. I mean, for it to be joking, Noah and I have all the, uh, you know, the throwback players come back one time to celebrate his Bulls career. Um, have D-Rose and Tibbs in the building. And yes, well, yeah, yeah. exactly. So, I mean, that was the perfect night to do it. I'm glad they did it like that. Shout out to the Bulls organization for actually, you know, using their brains. Um, no, I mean, as far as the game itself, I mean, like, I know we came up on the short end of the stick, but it was a good it was a good test for us. It was a good game for us because now, you know, like I said, the, the next 14, including that one, was, you know, going to be a measuring stick for how good this team can actually be. The fact that, you know, they had chances to where they could have laid down and got probably lost by, like, 15, 16 points. They actually, like, had a chance to win the game. Like, they lost by one. That lets you know how good the defense can be once they, like, you know, really locked in. And just the, you know, the sad part about losing Patrick Williams for the rest of the regular season now four to six months here. So that's going to be telling to see how the rotation does. But all in all, man, like, you know, I, I still love our team's chances. Um, we have a lot of depth there, so they, you know, you're gonna see a lot more Javante Green going forward. But I, I, I like it. I, I do. Uh, we got a, a tough one tonight, and I'm gonna be tuning in for that one. Who do we got tonight? Utah. Okay, and Utah. No, we're at home. They're the only, I think, undefeated team left. Okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Very interesting. Um. Utah is a very good basketball team. Um. That'll be an interesting game. Um, so just curious, uh, based off of this game, um, John, you can ask as well, cause I know you watch basketball <laughs> between the Bulls or the Knicks, which team do you guys feel has the greatest chance to make some noise this season and in the NBA playoffs? Um, so, go ahead, Jamar, you can begin. Okay. Yay. Um, matter of fact, let, uh, let John go first. Yeah. Go ahead, John. <laughs> That that all that well um I would guess that oh man I'd love to say the Bulls uh just because it's been so long since the Bulls made made some noise uh right. but I think I think I I'm Brandon I, I watched part of I didn't get to see uh, much of it but I watched part of the joking Noah night just because I wanted to see Noah and I wanted to see uh D, D Rose and uh man you're right he's he he looked good I mean for the first time in a long time since I'd seen him and uh. Uh, I think, I think they both have a chance to, to do some, some, um, to make some noise, but I think I lean towards the Knicks a little bit as of right now, I think, and, and the Williams injury uh, uh, plays into that too, for the Bulls, yeah. uh, I think, you know, but I'm yeah. leaning, I'd lean towards the Knicks. Yeah. It's a big injury. Um, and reading that this morning, it kind of hurt my heart, John, to hear that he's out for the six weeks. Because uh, the biggest question I had is if Patrick Williams can be our best player, then we, we're going to be some serious to deal with. Mm -hmm. um, but he's out now uh, for four to six months. Yeah. Um, Jamar, um, any Knicks in the Bulls? You know, I mean, who can make some noise this season. Who can be a dangerous threat in the playoffs? I think, I mean, with that injury, I would say by default, maybe the Knicks right now, as far as the regular season. And I think this might be a blessing in disguise for the Bulls. So that means, you know, somebody else will have to step up, be a more contributor by the time Patrick Williams may come back, which is probably the playoffs. They just blew them out for the regular season. Then, you know, that's just more added depth at that point. So I think we do have a higher ceiling when it's all said and done. 
As in, we, we can make a probably make a deeper playoff run because even though you know the Knicks are what four and one right now, I still have questions about you know when it comes down to it. I mean, they had a great regular season last year. They came in the playoffs, and I mean, you let a one man show come in and you know beat you in four or well, five, whatever it was. It was quick, and so I think we are built more so for the playoffs just because we have a lot of uh, um. We got a lot more weapons. We we do, and we can we can score in different ways. That's yes. what I like about our team. Besides the defense, I love the fact that we are very versatile on offense. We can score inside out. We can score outside in. We can score in transition. We can score in half court. We can play pick and roll, two man game. We can do it all. We have the personnel to do so. So I give the Knicks the regular season, but I think when it's crunch time and playoff time, when the game slows down, and when defense, you know, you need to play defense in the half court setting and need to run half court offense, I think we can do it. Higher guys, I mean, both of you guys are you've asked the question for me. Like, um, I'll just add a little more to it. Like, um, when it comes to the regular season, Patrick Williams being out, that's game for us. Um, the Knicks, they will play hard. Tibbs team, Jamar, right, John? They play hard always. And so it's not like the Knicks are gonna, you know, just lay down in the regular season. They're gonna play hard the entire regular season. Um, the Bulls, on the other hand, are definitely built more for a playoff run. In the playoffs, the game slowed down. Um, but the Bulls, if they could, you know, get into the track, they can do that with Lonzo Ball and the weapons that they got. You see the alley hoops and the fantastic plays these guys have been making. Um, you can go inside out with Vukic. You got shooters. Um, and Vujovic is a quiet all-star on our team. Like, you know, you got the Rosen who can hit clutch shots. I mean, the Bulls can beat you in so many ways. The big issue I got with the Knicks, y'all, is – can they sustain this over the season as a Tibbs team that will likely get worn down? Okay? Mm-hmm. And they usually get worn down by the playoffs. Um, and the other question I have for the next year part is, you get the question about getting Evan Fournier, but it's a reason why Evan Fournier has been traded to a number of teams. There's a reason. Mm-hmm. He can get you some points, but that's about it. Um, on the other hand, um, Julius Randle is my biggest question, John. Yeah. Julius Randle, when you just kind of gang up on him, which is their number one option, what other options do you really, really have when you play against the Nets, when you play against the Bucks? You know, like teams that could really, really beat you in multiple ways and that got superstars. Mm. <laughs> There's a difference between a star and a superstar in basketball. The Bucks and the Nets, these guys got superstars. And so for that reason, um, I think the Bulls, y'all, will have long-term success. Um, we can go ahead, Jamar, and not necessarily worry about this question of are the Bulls for real. Yes, the Bulls are for real. The, the, the biggest question here, and I just want to ask it really quickly, um, will James Harden break out of this slump, Jamar? One-word response, yes or no? And, and, and when will he do this? Because right now he's not benefiting off that new NBA rule. Yes, I. It's gonna it's gonna take some time. It's gonna take a few months. I feel like it's gonna take a few months. Hey man, Trey Young. <laughs> yeah, and I think more so with Harden, he he mentioned that he was rehabbing all offseason. He didn't really get a chance to like play, and I think it's it's starting to show. So I think eventually, give it. I say maybe around the All Star break, maybe a little after that. But it's gonna be right. a while. They get warmed up. All right, fellas, and lastly, to end our segment, 
Um, before we do final thoughts and shout outs, let's quickly hit on the Blackhawks. Um, John, just give us your thoughts, man, from this whole scenario. Like, you know, oh, oh it's it, as we were talking about a little earlier, Brandon, it's it's such a hard, hard thing to, to deal with. I mean, the fact that now we're learning that, you know, upper management had this meeting uh, during the playoffs. They knew the about playoffs, it. Right. Yeah. And they knew about it. Uh, it was right after the Western or right before the Western Conference Finals, uh, I think, is what they said before they went to San Jose. And uh, and they avoided it. Right. I mean, they just essentially said nothing through the Stanley Cup. And then they then they let him the coach uh, be part of the ce- celebration. They let him be his name was on the cup, I guess. Yep. Worth yesterday asked for it to be taken off. But. It's a black eye. I mean, and, and it's not a black eye just for the 2010 season. It's a black eye for this whole dynasty that the Blackhawks had. Right. I mean, right? I mean, those are three cups, and this amazing, wonderful ride we were all on has come crushing down. I mean, in a lot of ways, you know. I and uh it's it's one that I have a hard time because they picked they picked uh they picked the 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 winning over the person, you know, they, you know, those the upper management guys are, are called to protect those players. I mean, those are young players, you know, uh, Kyle beach was, I think like 20, 21 at the time or something. He was a young kid, younger kid. And these guys that are supposed to be watching over and guiding, uh, didn't protect them, you know? And so there's a definite cloud over, over all three of these cups you know, and over, over the, over the team and, and the whole, the whole, t- uh, uh, organization at this point, right. even, you know, even, uh, I was kind of disappointed with the way Taze, Taze, uh, answered some of the questions the other day. Um, and, and I know he was like 21 at the time or whatever, but the fact of the matter is, is that the, you gotta protect the, you gotta protect your players, you know? And, um, and so it's going to take a little bit. I mean, I love the Hawks, uh, I won't ever stop loving them, but I, it's definitely a dark cloud. Yeah. Um, a dark cloud right now that's led us to be on six right now. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, yeah. On top of that, they're horrible, Brandon. I mean, <laughs> yeah. And so um, you got that going on. Then you just generally don't have a good hockey team right now. Yep. And so yep. um, the cloud is definitely dark over um, the United center, at least for the Blackhawks. And yep. so um, we'll see how things go. But um, in that case, uh, gentlemen, thank you so much for participating. Uh, John, we appreciate you having uh, the time to uh, join us this morning on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. Um, shout out to the supporters of the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. Um, your love and support is truly appreciated. And um, we, uh, me and Jamar, we want to take this time to say thank you. Um, we appreciate you for uh, giving us uh, your presence. I um, mean, your peace this morning. Um, just uh, as we head into the weekend, um, we always like to let our guest, John, uh, give us any final thoughts or shout outs. And once you give us your thoughts and shout outs, we'll kind of give ours as well. So any final thoughts or shout outs as we head into this weekend? Uh, you know what? Uh, this weekend's a packed weekend, but I want to say thank you so much. It's a great honor to sit and talk sports. I love, I love doing this, and thank you for inviting me, guys. Uh, I had a, I had a blast doing this. Yes, Jamar. Any final thoughts or shout outs as we head into the weekend? Yeah, uh, yes, sir. So, so there is a boxing match tonight. Um, 
Mary McGee. She's from Gary, Indiana. She is world champ. She is fighting in London at okay. four o'clock uh, central time today, uh, defending her title. So everybody in the area is, you know, riding with her. We, she is our champ. So we definitely want to see her come out with a victory and defend her title. Nice. Um, thanks for uh, putting that out there. Um, I'm going to definitely be uh, looking to take a look online or something like that. Um, as we head into the weekend, everyone, it's Halloween weekend. Uh, be safe. Uh, have fun. Um, enjoy the children, different things like that. Um, make sure that uh, you are very cognizant that it is still a virus out there, everyone. And so do your part um, to mask up if you um, are even vaccinated. You know, do your part to try to um, pre prevent anyone else from, um, you know, dealing with that horrible disease, because I still know people that are dealing with it. And I still know a few people that have recently passed from it. Um, so it is very real. And so um, enjoy the weekend, everyone. Uh, be safe. Have fun. Um, thank you all for tuning in with us on the Early Morning Sports Talk podcast. Have a blessed weekend and peace. Peace out. Thank you. All right.